welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Get Creepy With Me. I hope you had a great week since I talked to you last. I have some frightening current events to tell you about this week. I'm going to go right into this story about UFOs and NASA. So there's some news about NASA funding theological conferences amid this debate that UFOs are demonic. And I didn't realize that this was a debate right now. I've always had the thought and the belief that UFOs have this connection to demons and um, demonic activity. But this idea is gaining more traction with UFO experts right now. I wanted to share this story about UFO expert Nick Pope. Basically, he believes that NASA is quietly funding these theological conferences due to suggestions that the presence of UFOs could have something to do with demons or negative spirits. So he was speaking to Patrick Christie's on GB News. He said that NASA wants to get ahead of the game. His thoughts are that there is probably a faction still in both the U.S. and the U.K. that thinks some aspects of the UFO phenomenon are demonic. So one of the reasons for believing this is a passage from the book of Ephesians in the Bible that talks about Satan as being the prince of the power of the air. So Nick Pope says, I think that it is undeniable that many of the world's great religions have in recent years started to think seriously and do some theological debate about what the consequences would be of discovering extraterrestrial life. We know that the Catholic Church, for example, has issued several statements on this. One of them said there's no doctrinal objection to the existence of aliens because, as they put it, man may place no creative limits upon God. Nick says, I think it's more a case that they're hedging their bets and they're thinking if it's true, they want to get ahead of the game this time and not get caught up in the sort of science versus religion dogfight that we saw in the Middle Ages, for example, with Copernicus and Galileo. The former Ministry of Defense worker also explained, we can't rule out any possibility of extraterrestrial life. So the reporter he was talking to said, there appears to be some division online, as there always is when you're dealing with topics like this as to whether or not we are dealing with extraterrestrials, whether we are dealing with technology that's either friendly in terms of U.S. or Western or whether it's China or Russia, or whether or not there is some presence of life that predates human existence here in this world. There's a lot of talk about whether or not Antarctica is some kind of base for a civilization that has been here a lot longer than we have. One point is that none of these theories are mutually exclusive. It's possible to envision a scenario where all of these things are true, that we have an extraterrestrial presence and that some UAPs are attributable to secret prototype aircraft, missiles, and drones. Sometimes ours, sometimes from an adversary. Even the idea, I think I've heard it called the crypto-terrestrial hypothesis. 
This is the idea that there's another intelligence that we share this planet with and that they're down there somewhere under the oceans or under the ice. I have heard that before that there's like some type of base down under the ocean. I forget where this was. Um, I don't know, probably in like the Bermuda Triangle or something. <laughs> but there's like this stone structure that's like man-made it's like under the ocean and there's these theories that there's some type of extraterrestrials like using it as some type of base like under the ocean um but that's the first time i've heard it about antarctica he says i think i'm a little bit skeptical about this because we've picked up more signs of them and if they were that advanced they'd have done things like launch satellites having said that when you listen to some of the u.s intelligence community whistleblowers people like david crush i'm not really sure who that is i have to look him up they're very careful in their terminology and they use the phrase non-human intelligence the reason they use that phrase is that they don't limit this to just the idea of extraterrestrials but they even consider things like what if there are other hidden dimensions and something is intruding from one of those. So this is a big idea from, um, I always talk about Stan Gordon because he's from like the area that I'm from. So he's kind of like local legend. Stan always talks about like Bigfoot or like these cryptids being interdimensional creatures and like that's why we don't find any bones or that's why like they're so elusive because they just travel from these other dimensions and they come in and leave just as easily. Um, which I believe in like a spirit realm. So I guess this could kind of be like, if you're talking about other dimensions, maybe it could be like some other type of realm like that. And we have this like overlap, um, because I don't know, in my experiences with the paranormal, like I really do believe that there is some type of overlap between our world in a spirit world. Um, just in my experiences that I've had, um, I always bring up the story, like, it's coming up on the anniversary of my mom's death, and I think about, like, when she passed away, just hearing her voice, like, she was talking to me, and just being like, like, what if she's around me and I can't see her, but she can talk to me, and there's, like, this, again, like, this overlap between like our world and the next world and maybe we can just interact with each other but um you know we don't really see each other and it's just it's so strange to think about but that's like a whole other conversation for another day <laughs> they end by saying that this idea sounds like science fiction of course it does it's hard for us to believe anything that we don't have any um physical evidence of if it's not if it's not concrete evidence it's hard to believe things 
even me with like the way I talk sometimes you think I'd be so confident in believing in these things but yeah I mean I'm skeptical everybody's skeptical but basically he's saying um you know we'll kind of wait and see what happens we're looking at all these things so that yesterday's science fiction is today's science fact all right um i'm gonna move on to the to some other notes i have here all right so there's this house for sale in thailand that is deemed to have supernatural powers so it's not just haunted there's supernatural powers it has garnered viral attention as it goes up for sale there's supposedly a supernatural house that costs 33.3 million um so okay so this is nine hundred and thirty four thousand five hundred dollars thirty three point three million bot b-a-h-d so that's like thailand currency it claims to see the past in the future furthermore allegedly it can warn of potential dangers and make lottery predictions a black hole is also claimed to be seen a Facebook post from the group Secondhand Houses with Good Deals in Bangkok and its vicinity revealed the supernatural powers within the house and also explained the rules for living there. The owner of the post revealed that there is a strange, unexplainable energy inside the house, emphasizing that no ghosts are involved. The house comprises three bedrooms, two living rooms, two bathrooms, a kitchen, two dressing rooms, and a storage room. There's also a parking space for two cars. The Facebook post stated that the protagonist has lived there in the house for about 30 years and never thought about selling it because he lived there all his life. This house has some strange energy, but I emphasize that there are no ghosts because no one has ever died in this house. The owner of the post revealed that he must sleep in the leftmost bedroom. The bed is on the far left of the room. If you wake up at 3 a.m. naturally without setting an alarm, everything around you will change. The conditions in the bedroom will change. I saw a picture from my childhood at a location that I had visited many decades ago. Ooh. So he, so at 3 a.m. he just like saw a picture like on the wall or something ew that's weird imagine waking up at 3 a.m and you see like this random picture of your wall and then you go to look at it and it's like you as a kid from like something that like you never even like had a picture of or like or i don't know or maybe like you you've seen the picture before but like you never like framed it and put it on your wall Ooh, that'd be so creepy <laughs> that'd be so weird so he's basically saying that there's like this black hole in the house the owner of the post revealed that from 3 a.m onwards a large black hole in the wall of the room is visible even when the lights are turned off and it's completely dark i've encountered this situation two to three times before if you come into contact with this black hole, the presence of a strange energy can be felt. This strange energy is expected to be different for each person. For me, after I had been exposed to the black hole, I put my hands on the pillars of the house and could see some images from the past. 
so he could see um, images of his parents and his relatives. He said there were also certain sounds. They are memories of my childhood that I may have forgotten about before this. How weird would that be? Like, <laughs> you just wake up at 3 a.m. and see, like, a black hole in your wall. Put your hand on it, and then it just, like, it just takes you to your past. <laughs> The owner warns never to enter a black hole. You can only touch it, but don't go inside because you might not be able to come back out again. I think it's a time portal between overlapping dimensions. So here's more conversation about different dimensions. If you sit with your eyes closed in the room like meditating, you can also experience strange energies. At one point, your body will like heat up as if your soul was being sucked out of you. Ooh, that's weird. The owner confessed he had not done this many times, but was worried that his spirit would leave his body and never return, so he stopped. So I don't know, like he posted on Facebook about this. I'm trying to see if he has like pictures of the this black hole. Um, But in the post he said that you can see images of the future too, but only on occasion. The images that are seen in dreams are things that actually happen, even lottery numbers that have been drawn before, but it depends on the person's merit as well. He also believes that there's some kind of energy that warns family members of an event, for example, warning of any danger that might occur in the future. So he's saying that this magical house may be suitable for someone who wants to experience supernatural powers that are not ghosts or spirits or people who have magical powers within themselves. People who believe in magical powers or fortune tellers would also like this house. <laughs> and you can rent it for $330,000 a month. So anyways, that sounds like a house that could be perfect for me. So I'm going to move on to my next story. Speaking of like uh, haunted houses or houses with supernatural things going on. There's a mansion that's reportedly haunted by Princess Diana's ghost. It was previously owned by a close friend of the queen. It says the country mansion, which Paul Burrell claims is haunted by the ghost of Princess Diana, was previously owned by a close friend of the Queen. The former royal butler sparked astonishment this week with claims that his Cheshire home is apparently haunted by the former Princess of Wales. So this is on an episode of Help My House is Haunted on Discovery Plus. I need to watch this. Okay, I'm definitely going to watch this. Um, basically, they called in paranormal experts after reportedly claiming that they were being kept up all night by shadowy figures, wafts of cigarette smoke, and unexplained bumps. Okay, now I... Like... After I record this, I'm going to go watch this. <laughs> so I guess on the show, they were trying to communicate with the spirits in the house. And then they ended up hearing the words, sorry, in France. And so um, 
they thought that this could be a reference to the princess's death in a car crash while she was going through um, that tunnel in Paris. The former butler was saying, I don't understand why it would save France other than the fact that the princess died in France and the fact that I went to France to bring her home. Diana's ex-butler has previously described himself as the late princess's best friend, but she referred to him as the only man she ever trusted. And Mr. Burrell is convinced that Diana is still reaching out to him more than 26 years after her death. When you have loved someone in life, and I did love her, and they pass very quickly, a little piece of them remains behind, and you carry them with you for the rest of your days. Mr. Burrell added that he dreams about Diana regularly, usually at around 3 a.m., but that he's not obsessed with her. <laughs> it kind of sounds like he could be a little bit. He has He only has one picture of them together. Although he has hundreds of pictures of her, like, by herself. Okay, he's a little bit obsessed. Come on. So, let's talk a little more about ghosts. I heard this before. So, there was this, like, singer who was, like, I don't know who she is. Bricardi is, like, her name. She married this Victorian soldier the ghost of this Victorian soldier, she says. His name was Eduardo. And I guess he cheated on her now, so she dumped him. So she went to have this seance at this cemetery in Paris. But apparently she believes that um, famous poet and playwright Oscar Wilde was, like, <laughs> trying to, like, kiss her. <laughs> She said, I felt a tingling in my lips and ear. It was mildly erotic. <laughs> it's so weird. All right. Why not talk about this weird sound in Florida? <laughs> so in Florida, um, there's this like weird bassy thumping sound that's been going on this week. So you could describe it as like a bass drum or like bad beatboxing. <laughs> There's someone in Tampa who, like, hired a scientist to investigate the noise. The researcher kind of theorized that it might have something to do with, um, like, fish mating. But Tampa residents are just annoyed because they don't know, like, where's the sound coming from. So locals have taken to their cars at night. So they're driving around the neighborhoods trying to figure out where is this noise coming from. The only thing that people are sure of is that it's, like, right around Tampa Bay. There's nothing they can do about it. We can't do anything about it. It's nature. There's nothing that can be done. Um, so the last story that I have to share today. Um, so they're fusing human tissue with robots to make them walk. So scientists in Japan have created a part human, part machine robot that can walk thanks to the fusion of human tissue and artificial materials. The two-legged cyborg made from silicone rubber and lab-grown skeletal muscle tissues is a giant leap forward in biohydrid robotics.
The researchers from the University of Tokyo were inspired by the human gait to create this innovative robot. The aim is to improve its speed in the future. So it's a robot that mimics human movement and can even operate underwater. The findings show that the muscle-driven bipedal robot can walk, stop, and make fine-tuned turning motions. Currently, we're manually moving a pair of electrodes to apply an electric field individually to the legs, which takes time, one of the doctors said. I'm sorry, I'm like terrified of like AI just turning on us and destroying us. <laughs> um, but before upgrading the robot with more biological components, um, one of the doctors says that the team will have to integrate a nutrient supply system to sustain the living tissues and device structures that allow the robot to operate in the air. Um, despite the work left to be done, the team is excited by what they consider to be a significant step forward in cyborg robotics. There's also like more stories about um, big cat sightings in Manchester. I have been following this for like at least a year. There's like just different sightings of these like big black cats. I don't know. I guess this has been happening, though, since, like, 2015. Yeah, there's, like, pictures. So, um, they call this the Beast of Bolton. Which, it just looks like a large black cat. There's, like, a video of it. Um, so somebody was out walking their dog. And they, like, took this video. And it just looks like a large, big cat. They're like, it was definitely a big cat. It turned and looked at me, but I didn't want to go toward it with my three small dogs. I guess a large, like, black cat was sighted in Bolton in 2017. And then there was, like, another one in 2015 in Farnworth. But I don't know. Like, these British big cats have been, like, a part of British folklore like urban legend for years people have seen these big cats and they describe them as panthers pumas or just like large black cats so there have been like so many different like isolated incidents of this and just people taking like pictures people getting videos but there's just no proof that they're actually there and like some people are thinking it's just exotic pets that people have that they're like setting loose but it's just like this big mystery but i guess in 1980 they did capture a puma alive in scotland and so that was like an escaped exotic pet so they're thinking like maybe that's what these could be the existence of true big cats in britain however has been rejected by experts in the British government owing to a lack of convincing evidence for the presence of these animals. But it's so weird. Like, people keep seeing this. It's like Bigfoot, right? There's one more thing I wanted to talk about. I just have so many, like, random notes and stories. But, um... So they found this 1,000-year-old cemetery in Ukraine with the dead wearing these dramatic rings on their necks and buckets on their feet 
and they're trying to figure out why they were buried this way. So there's 107 graves in this cemetery. Most of the identified burials were deposed in wooden coffins. And there's like men and women buried there, but some of the men were buried with weapons like axes, spearheads, and swords. And some of the women were buried with these elaborate neck rings. So they were found only on necks of the females in the burials. And they were apparently some kind of social marker. Um, it's just something that they'd never seen before. And some of the people were buried with these wooden buckets on their feet, which they thought might have been part of some type of ritual. But like, for what? They don't know. So the archaeologists also found a stone altar as well as bracelets, beads, and the remains of food offerings such as chicken bones, eggshells, and other artifacts. The altar could have been used for Christian or pagan rituals or possibly both. Some of the artifacts are similar to those found in the Baltic, hinting that some of the people buried in the cemetery might have come from that region to serve in the militaries. Um, but I guess at the time the cemetery was being used, people in Ukraine were converting to Christianity. But they had pagan roots, so they're thinking it could have been some type of pagan ritual. That's interesting. I hope you enjoyed some of these creepy stories that I found for you this week. I definitely had a good time um, <laughs> looking these up and talking about them. But anyways, that's going to be it for me for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week until I talk to you next. Bye, guys. Bye.